I mean, I mean, going back, we were launched in 2016. That was still UGC. Right. At the time, my biggest thing was just making people know we're there and making our things public. Um, we did become very knowledgeable. However, I'm be frank, people kind of were more of a meme than anything to most people. Oh, it's like just the engineers li- working together. <laughs> I mean, one of the funny things we used to do, and this was, I think, Wax pushed that as well. Whenever they had the cast and matches, we would go in and be like, sponsored by TF and do that kind of spammy thing. But it became, unfortunately, through the advertisement we did, we became a meme. Not because we were, but because people just viewed us as that. So, Which was, you know, unfortunate because it kind of made things not so good later. But it was definitely better when RGL came out and became a thing because it became a bit more of a resource, and that makes sense. Right, right. Then just like a meme face that people would go. I, w- I want to say we directly benefited from, like, the leagues themselves because despite the amount of work that you know I do or Exa does or literally anyone else on staff that is also a part of engineer.tf for whatever reason does engineer.tf is not a part of RGL so we don't gain any direct like we there's the advertisements right of course right but that's not direct that's because I pay for stuff but like and there's I get no real sorry no no continue I was going to say, so there's no real, like, partnership or cooperation? I would say no. Hmm. Do you think that would be something beneficial? Maybe it could help, like, legitimize it in the eyes of the people and make it more accessible? Maybe. The issue comes, in my opinion, and this is the reason why I don't view, I mean, X might view it differently. I don't view RGL and X and Ingeniative as a partnership thing because of what that entails. A partnership slash, you know, any kind of anything along those lines is a give and take relationship, right? We provide some kind of service or something to them and they do the same for us and back and forth. There's literally very little we could do to provide RGL at this point. Like we were providing, I mean, yeah, there's the server work, like the forums and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. However, I use it more of a tool to advertise engineer.tf. And that makes sense. So instead of a partnership, it's a, okay, you know, I'll, I'll run the forums, but... If I'm on the forums, I'm going to advertise, right? Well, don't you think maybe there's just some benefit, though, for the league of just having those resources available to players, though, and having people really kind of care about it? Maybe. I feel like maybe that builds a sense of community, yeah? I can see how the resources are useful. However, as far as using engineer.tf's resources in that regard, I don't know... you might be aware, there used to be a group called the RGL Guides. They used to put out stuff. Long time ago. Maybe you never heard of them. Uh, I saw the tag on the forums, but I never, I've never, i never seen anything come from it, actually. They did some guides, like the... I think it was the demo recording guide and some other stuff. But they're they actually were going to make like class guides at one point. Is that leaking? It might be leaking internal documents. Call it quite, quite hush hush. I don't think. I think they're. I think the RGL guides are dead. Though I haven't paid attention to them in a long time. But Darn. more along the point is, you know, that was a while back. They haven't done anything in a while, and the fact that they were looking at doing it themselves kind of proves that I don't think they were looking at us for that. Like if, and that makes sense. Ah, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. 
do you think maybe that's a missed opportunity in RGLs for just like working with the community, working with the people kind of? I wouldn't say it would be. I mean, here's the thing you gotta look at it. RGL is kind of a self-contained project. If you look at it right, they don't do a lot of like, oh, you're working on this. Oh, you come join, keep working on it, but make it come join us. And now it's an RGL thing. They don't do that. Would they benefit from that? There are benefits from that, but I think there's also cons from that as well. The what biggest sort of cons? Is, well, if you look at the way RGL functions as far as staffing, it's very fetid. Like, they don't like, I mean, if you have stuff on your RGL profile saying you're a band for XYZ, as well as how you generally act within the community, there's a chance you're not going to end just based off that. Like, I'll be frank, like, <laughs> If you miss like a demo review, demo request, no one's gonna care. If you miss like you know, if you're been banned for racism, there's a good chance you're not gonna you know you put your staff application in, but there's a good chance you're not gonna accept it because RGL does care about the image a lot, but it's not specifically because of the image, but because it's the they're trying to be better than I mean, if put my words that are obviously wrong, I think they're trying to be better than UGC, which is a very good thing to be. But do you think maybe they get too caught up in trying to be better rather than just taking opportunities and being better in their own right? Do you think maybe it's just too much of an image thing? Like, I know you said they don't specifically try to, but do you think maybe that ends up getting in the way? I mean, there's a lot of good stuff they do. Like, it's... (sighs) Right, yeah, they do some good. I'm not formulating my words properly at all. Um, They... The, the issue comes from trying to assimilate other projects. When it comes to internal projects that created, they still do a lot of good. You know, the, those RGL plugs that people meme about that have been out for 17 years, those are still actually coming still. They're still being worked on. No way. I mean, I haven't looked at them. I'm not part of that. I have no idea they're, quote unquote, being worked on. But the fact that it's a no. part of RGL and they've been talked about like publicly before, they've had public betas, I think. Right. I think. Point being is obviously they're happening, right? They're just trying to put it at to a certain level of quality that is is wor- that's worthwhile. You know, you don't want to just have you know HL pugs two point Right. Right. Actually, so you know they are doing good. Like honestly, like the Sixes team has been doing really good the past couple of seasons. Oh yeah, I've heard. You know, like their public image has been top tier. You know, just by community interaction, I think the previous team did not do that. So people were very unhappy. How about the Highlander you, team? Sorry, you're going to say something? I mean, the Highlander, I mean, I think people understand that people were upset with the Highlander team. <laughs> I see. It's that those are fairly obvious things that are easily pointed out through forum threads. Do you think it was justified? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If people make three different threads complaining about the same thing over the course of like three months and not a single admin responds to it on their own platform, it's kind of sus. Why do you think that ended up happening, though? The lack of that response. I I can't point to any specific reasoning why. I mean, if you want to be like, oh, well, back in the day, Steph was, you know, 
made inappropriate comments and because they decided to talk when they shouldn't have talked, it became a, you know, standardization of people to not talk even when they should. That way they won't say something stupid. I mean, that's pro- maybe a reason. I could definitely val- see that. It's a, it's a valid reason. However, you know, obviously there's a balance between talking too much and too little. Right. Like, it's important to not necessarily just entirely avoid learning a lesson or like doing something out of fear, right? It's like you got to learn from it. Yeah. And if you want to use a real world, very similar example that people are very familiar with, use Valve. Valve doesn't say shit and everyone's mad at them. Case closed. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. Uh, so you mentioned hlbugs.tf, yeah? Yes. What was that like? Um, there are invite level pugs, and I played like three of them, maybe. I did the voice work for that, as in I did all the editing, which that was back when I was less good at RX, so they didn't sound as good as I hoped. But yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, was what it was. But you mentioned not wanting RGL pugs to become HL pugs 2.0. Yeah, they kind of deterred due to bugs and issues and people abusing the system, and I think the lack... Like, there is lack of administration of moderation, I think. And then basically someone that was supposed to be permabanned somehow wasn't permabanned anymore and basically just ruined it. Or, like, there was some issue that was deep, deep-rooted issue. I don't think it was, like, a software thing. I think it was, like, a user thing, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, that's, that uh, well, definitely I mean, makes sense, yeah. I, I can't say for sure the issues because I wasn't involved beyond the audio work for that project. However, definitely, I mean, if you ask Spoo, he'd probably tell you. Okay. So, um, to get back to something I meant to bring up earlier, what's what's the future for the RGL forums? You got any, like, plans, improvements you think you can make, ways to, like, sort of bring interest back to them? Um, I'll be honest, I have ideas. For things, however, it's let me. This is probably something I probably should have prefaced by earlier. My current, I view my current role in this community as a whole as a uh, shoot. What's the phrase? I'm an enabler. Th- that kind of makes sense. If you want to do something, I will be there to help you be able to do it. You know, one of the reasons TF is kind of in a weird, funky place is because I kind of stepped back from doing all the work. I mean, I'm not really out there person already. I would rather people step up and want to do stuff. That way I can support them with the resources I have. So what I'm hearing is you're an engineer player in real life. <laughs> I mean, technically I am an audio engineer. So yeah, sure. Why not? Well, what sort of led you to doing that as your profession of choice? Um, kind of similar to me playing engineer in general. I was, I need, I was not going to graduate high school, so I needed volunteer hours. I went to my church youth group. Hey, can I help? Hey, you want to learn how to do sound? Sure. And that's how that started. Wow. Uh, is that, is that why you work for RGL Religious Gaming League? (laughs) Yes, that is exactly why. I knew it. These are the things they don't want you to hear. (laughs) But 
the reason why it's hard for me to answer that question regarding the forums, because I feel myself as an enabler. The forums themselves are just a tool for people to use. So the forums, if they continue existing at all, depends on the league itself using them. It depends on the community using them. It depends on people want, seeing some kind of use for it, right? Because at the end of the day, for me, it's just a tool. You know, what's the purpose of the forums right now? If you add a little to the forums right now and figure out what the purpose of it is, I, I would personally tell you it's there for people to post LFTs. Okay. Like, straight up, LFTs. Because if you even look at, like, the topics, there are more topics and posts in LFT than any other form. Topics in LFT, 1,000... 1.3k with 6.8k posts. If you look at general, 214 and 3.5k. So ha um, almost half my posts in general than there is just an LFT. If you add up everything in the like ignoring LFT and LFP, actually even including LFP, I think LFT still has more posts than all the other forms combined. So it's kind of one of those, the form and function doesn't really match to what the original intent was. It was meant to be a discussion like platform or just a tool for the league in general to use. Okay. So, I mean, I'm kind of elaborating more probably than what you're meant to ask. But like anything I do with the forums really will depend on what other people want out of them. Like right. things have been removed. There have been features I've removed over time. So because people didn't use them. What sort we of had features? A calendar. We had the Q&A forums were a fun project me and Ad worked on over the course of two weeks constantly because they were fucking bugged and pain in the ass get working. But I loved it because it was an easy function that worked. Basically, when you make a thread on the forum, you can, in a certain forum, we can, you can set it as a question. So highlight it differently. And then people can respond. And then when someone made the, a response that was correct, from Ops' point of view, or they viewed it as the answer, they could mark that as the answer. So that post would then get duplicated and pinned at the top. So just like Yahoo Answers would be. It basically the same thing. Hmm. Question, and here's the answer with highlight and everything, and then from there you can see the normal discussion. What div should I play in next season? Invite, right answer. Everything else, wrong answer. I mean, I, I wasn't very... <laughs> I didn't really care how people used it too That'd much. That would be funny, it was, yeah. It was a Q&A. But the thing is... The amount of posts it got total was two. That so was it. It's just sort of there's one of those things that never really had interest yet. Yeah. Another good one is the calendar. We had a calendar. The idea of that was to have basically discussion posts for events for RGL whoever else needed as far as like betting for forum groups go. Right. That got removed because we never used them. Uh, like, do you, sorry. No, no, continue. Question? I was gonna say, do you think Discord ends up being like just a better source of interaction for the league in the present day than yeah, or do you think it's just sort of the things where even though the forums aren't used that much, they're still kind of important? I would, from my point of view, the Discord is the primary mode of communication by far. 
people only really go to the forums to make complaining drama threads that need to last more than the discussion channel and the Discord will allow. Right. And to post LFTs because LFT threads are like the foundation of Highlander. And then in the RGL Discord, it's just like there's thousands of LFT threads constantly made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And half of them are just links to the forum post. Because when it comes to LFTs, the limit in the Discord is six hours because it's max delay, timeout time. So like, but like the amount of people that would do that every six hours is a lot. So you post, oh, I'm looking for engineer. In like 20 minutes, it's buried. Yep. By far. <laughs> Where in the forums, it actually lasts. You can make that over the course of days and just bump it every six days. You'll be fine. Right. Oh. Especially with the way I have set up for uh, uh, like badges and things and thread tags. You can literally easily use the search function to basically like cut down on what you're trying to look for. Oh, you want to look for LFT, let's say you're trying to look for advanced players, right? The LFT, HL advanced, click. And now I can see only the tags that include that. You know, super easy peasy. Where Discord just doesn't have that. Right, right. So it's like a lot more organized, per se, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's just the way, that's just normal forum stuff, to be perfectly honest. Right. It's not something like revolutionary. So what was the player culture back like in the UGC days? Any different than the modern day? Or is it more so just like it's a lot easier to be aware of things with stuff like Discord? Not, I think it's kind of the same. Like, I I think if anything, drama happens more often now. But it's... Because it's self-contained drama, if that makes sense. Right, okay. With the private Discord issues, like, stuff can grow and fester really, really easy now. And just exist, and then from there, once it spills over, then the repercussions happen. Would you say that's, like, had a, neg- a lot more of a negative impact in the present day compared to the past? Eh, yes. I mean, it's it's less of a TF2 community thing. I just don't like... It's maybe my own mental viewpoint on things when it comes to Discord. It, it I just don't think it's good, if that makes sense. Like, right. you can do fun things and, like, you know, make a Discord, hang out with your team, that kind of thing. But, like, if you get, like... Great example. If you get people who are less good for the community and have certain bands on them, having their own little group, and you get, you know, by association involved with them, it's very easy to get pulled into it. Influenced by it, which then right. grows that problem. Yeah, also it's just like, I feel like it's a lot harder to have anything of meaning kind of besides like through smaller, like, I guess besides smaller servers, it feels really easy for anything of meaning or substance to just get drowned out in like any remote public discords, yeah? Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. It's it's a weird cultural thing nowadays where it's kind of been like it's an internet culture thing. It, it's 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 a weird I wouldn't say it's a societal thing because of the book of like Facebook and things. Like Facebook was like a cool way to connect with people ten years ago. Now it's like a weird. I don't have a Facebook anymore. 
but like it's hard. It's like everyone's kind of in their own zone. What's the word they use? Echo chamber. Echo chamber slash bubble. Yeah. Yeah, that's just it's just that is the norm nowadays. Where back then that wasn't really the norm. Like there was the split between obviously the Highlander Sixes guys, but the split was just between TFTV and the UGC forums. Right. Like that was the split. Where nowadays, like even within like Highlander, there's like a bajillion groups. You know, back then, oh, you want to play pugs? You play TF2 Center. Nowadays, you have the bajillion you know Discord pugs that die every couple months. Right, you know, and, and that's like not even a joke because I was a part of what was that group? HL Pugs. There was a Discord pug server called HL Pugs run by Punny, Yosefis, yeah. and some other people. I was in that one for a bit, yeah, like the yeah, earlier stages. And I was a part of that, and because I saw it and I wanted it to do well, but once it started dying, and I, I basically I forget what reason I backed off. There were some issues where I just couldn't commit. Time. Yeah, life happened. I forget. Point is, I backed off. It was dead within two months. After that, yeah, I know. Just, I uh, just... I did a, like a similar thing, yeah, where it's just like too much, yeah. Backed off. I mean, it's just burnout. People that happens, but yeah. like that's just the life cycle of things, and it's like, and then it's it's like with most things. Oh, you playing any Discord pugs? Well, I'm not any in any because all the other ones died. <laughs> I was in Senate pugs, but then they got sold to a dude, and now they're dead. Oh, okay. Yep. Highlander <laughs> like, lore. It's uh, like, oh, uh, Highlander lore. But, like, that's the thing, right? Think about Highlander lore. That Highlander lore is something deeply rooted in Discord, like, holes in the wall. That unless you know of it, you're never going to know about that crap. Right. Hey, I I tried to run a tight ship back with Cenopugs before I got fed up and left. But uh, interesting things happened after that, I tell you what. But, like, that's kind of that's, that's the thing, right? It's like... It it is what it is, and there's no good so there's no solution to that. You have to have a societal perspective solution that doesn't quite exist. Hmm. Okay. Like the league could do better to be more transparent, and open with things, maybe, and be more like forthcoming and community interaction. That would probably help because you'll coax people out of their you know hidey holes. Right. Smoke but, them out. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not about it's you're you're incentivizing them to come out. You're you're reaching your hand out for interaction to them, allowing them to take your hand essentially. Uh, but even then, that doesn't necessarily solve anything. That just right. helps you to pull the conversation out for a little bit. If they're still in their fucking hidey hole, and you're just getting what comes out of the leaks out of the hidey hole because you're literally fishing for it, compared to like them personally coming to you and talking to you as much. Like, I bet you there are people complaining about issues and things. Right now, about Highlander that no one fucking knows because either get buried in the Discord or just no one ever talks about outside the tiny little Discord. Right? Do you think maybe there'd be benefit to like not like not like full public or like league owned, but just like kind of smaller community collaborative Discords that like try and t- tackle specific issues or stuff? Like, I guess this would be kind of harkening back to the days of like higher roundtables and stuff like that. Those are those are useful. Like, like. Like I'm not saying like like discords aren't like inherently evil, right? Right. It's just they contribute towards a mentality that isn't good. No, I get that, but do you think maybe that? Oh, could here be a once part there, of... I got a phone call. Oh yes, one, sir. Sorry about that. I'd say we can uh, cut that out in the upload. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the term is we can edit it in post. Ah uh, yes, an unusual thing for my for for the formatting of my series for sure. 
<laughs> novel concept, I'll admit. Um, so, do you think maybe it's just something that could kind of help alleviate that issue? They like not solve it, but like just help negate the negative effects of it by just sort of realizing the tools that these discords are, rather than like getting bogged down by the negatives. Do you think that could be something that could just help people like on the day to day with it? It could. However, that involves actually making a functioning platform. Right. <laughs> Which, if you look at the amount of dead pugs that exist in the world, oh, no. it's not easy to do. I think pugs are just like not the solution because it's like you still have those immunity issues. I'm thinking just more sort of like niche things, like those collaborative class sorts of things, right? Like even something, I mean, even something like engineer.tf maybe. I mean, yeah, but those issues don't go... I mean, okay, let's use engineer.tf for example. We're, personally speaking, I don't think engineer.tf is an amazing place compared to how it was a few years ago. Why is that? A few years ago, we were much more active. We had much more moderators. You know, Wax was invested, kind of leading things. We haven't. When's the last time we released a video, right? Right. It's, it's things of that nature. You know, I want to do stuff, but I'm not outgoing enough to literally to take lead on those things. And I much rather support other people and their ideas through it. Right. So like the last thing I think we did was we had those tips and tricks series. I think we did, or we did a, you know, rollout video for Rick effect because someone wanted to do that. I said, you know what, do it, record it and all that stuff. And I'll do the editing for it. And that was the only video we'd ever did. Hmm. Right. Right. Well, I kind of get what you're saying. Right. But then I feel like just like, that sort of gradual burnout is because there's not enough consistency. It's like you'll have those small pockets, right? But then I think something we really could do is make those pockets less isolated, right? Kind of like connect them, connect the community on some of these things, right? Just get people really working together rather than just like entirely focusing on their own things as much, maybe. And I, mean, I agree. And, and there's things for that, but you have to have, it, it's more than that, right? You have to have the person who's driven to continue it. Right, right. I mean, maybe it could be like a step in the right direction, right? Because these issues aren't just going to go away. Yeah, I mean, those those issues definitely are never going to go away. Right, and it's like all we can do is just sort of like focus on the positive, focus on what we can do and help alleviate it, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely things you can do. Yeah. But a lot of it kind of really does just come down to coming together as a community to do that. And I don't have, like I said, I don't trust the community a lot. I don't really have faith that we're ever going to do that because there's numerous examples of the opportunity for us to do that that never happened. You know, great example, TF2 Stadium. Oh, yep. That's an old one. Like, that's the best example. UGC sucks ass. Not UGC. Um, TF2 Center is terrible. Their owner is terrible. All these terrible things that we're gonna make our own open source better than them thing. No one used it. Do you think that that was that was it? Like straight up, it was better than Tip Center in every way. No one used it. Do you think it's important to still just like put yourself out there and try and make those opportunities for other people to take? I mean, that's that's what I currently do. I'm still doing that. Right. Right. You know, engineer TF still exists. I haven't burned it to the ground yet because I still believe people care enough to want to step forward and try. 
you know, we, we're one thing we're trying to do with the engineer RTF is bring back the mentoring program. And then have we have a whole like mentor committee and we're trying to do stuff to, you know, we're trying to do stuff, right? It's trying to, I'm trying to make a community instead of being like individual people who want to lead projects and be supporting them in those projects. I try to get a community of like-minded people who want to do something and to try and do that. Right, right. Okay. But it remains the scene how it's going to work out because it's one of those takes time and, you know, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a pretty noble intent there to just sort of help inspire those sorts of projects. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't really have time to really just do stuff anymore. I'm old, man. You I work, need to like have a career and shit. You work in the nine to five. I mean, I'm an audio engineer, so no. Uh-huh. But I need to be doing work, right? Right. If that makes sense. Like, I'm 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 a live show kind of guy. So like, I, right now I work with my church because COVID, haha. But like, my I also do sound from a band, and that's one of those. This month, third to have a gig every Saturday. So every single Saturday, I'm completely out. You know, we did, it's, and they usually play like nine to one in the morning for me. But like, you know, it's not like, a, oh, you're only there for like a little while because for me, okay, you do that for a couple hours to set up and then you have the actual gig, you do that way through. So by the time I get home, I'm tired. But like, I want to be able to do that as a career, which means I have to do that like, you know, at least five times a week. Right, right. You got to be able to sustain yourself to an extent. I got to be able to sustain myself. And it's one of those, I can't focus on that part of my life. And I can't focus on, like, literally, I would love to play Invite TF2. For me to play Invite TF2, I need to scrim and play matches and stuff. I don't, I don't have that time slot anymore. I do not have the ability to invest that much time into this game to play or even, like, lead projects anymore. Because if I do that instead of my career life, in a couple of years, I'm not going to play TF2 simply because I... Can't, can't afford it in my cardboard box. But, I mean, that's another, that's an inherent issue with TF2 in general, is you can't, there are three people that can make a career out of it. One of them is Banny. Yeah. And the other ones are probably Valve, so, you know. Okay. I, th- I think the joke was Spoon made a career out of it because he made, like, 20 bucks off the, you know, the match. Yeah, I uh, if you uh, look at the uh, player earnings on RGL, you uh, you don't see that that many usually. Yeah, I mean it's not a, it's not an RGL. I mean it's a problem with RGL, but it's not an RGL's fault. Right. If that makes sense. No, I just brought that up because it's like you could see it super easily. Yeah. Yeah, or like the fun joke from what was that Demento thread from a couple seasons ago. Where they wanted to have that question on whether or not we're going to remove the prize pool from invite for Highlander. You know, there was the, oh, you know, okay, we have options. Remove prize pool, increase prize pool, or I forget the thing is. But they're unhappy because the vote that won was removing the prize pool and instead using the the money that you pay normally to pay for RGL stuff. And then a thread was made basically saying, oh, I didn't understand the question. I didn't realize that we would still be charged for it. You know, it's it's like the you're complaining that you're not making you're making subway coupons in prize money, but you're not willing to actually throw the amount of money, increase the price pool for you to actually make money. It's like, you know, I that's not exactly how the thread went, of course, but like in my mind, I'm like, 
if you, if you want a price pool, we can make a price pool, but you're gonna have to throw like 500 bucks in. Yeah, money doesn't come do from that, nowhere. <laughs> then it'll be sustainable. Like it's 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 not cheap. You know, if you look at even like pro sports, it's not cheap. There's a reason they have sponsorships on their shirts. They're literally getting paid to play the game. We don't have that for TF2. There's not enough notoriety and advertisement money in it. Yeah. I, I don't know, Mothership. I think you're pretty low. I, I think you've had a lot of success off of TF2. $17.50 so you've earned. Probably split it like at least six ways or so. That's, hey, look uh, where I made that money. For a Lander Cup. In a random pro Lander Cup, correct. I think you uh, could really make a living off of TF2, though, you know? <laughs> Seventeen fifty every uh, few years, you know. If we're, if we're using those metrics, I'm still in the red. The forums themselves cost a couple hundred dollars a year. Uh, so is it just something that you maintain out of your own personal wallet, or does RGL kind of help? Uh, currently, my personal wallet. Ah, so RGL doesn't even pay for their own forums. Currently. I have other means and modes that hopefully lessen the cost over time, but it's just one of those, you know, the way the forums work kind of need to be on their own VPS, and as a person volunteer to run them, that's just how that works. Okay. Is it something that, like, RGL kind of respects you for doing? They're like, Do you feel like you get enough recognition for it? Maybe. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe? Hmm. Okay. How about the players? Is it something that they're like, oh, thank you for running the forums? Like, is it something that people tend to be appreciative of, per se, in the community? I mean, I've never had anyone go up to me and be like, oh, thanks, Mothership. I appreciate the forums. You're the I mean, I'm not looking for that kind of thing. And to be honest, I think you're the only person that actually I've ever really told, yeah, I paid for the forums. Uh, well, uh, it's not something like advertise, you know. What if I told you, thank you for running the forums. I really appreciate the work you do. What do you what do you got to say to that? What's your response? Uh, thanks. Please join my Patreon and you can help. <laughs> you, you got but, a uh, link? I mean, you got a link? Maybe a Squarespace sponsorship, even? Oh, sure. If you go to the forums, roll to the bottom. There's a picture of a VTuber you can click. Uh, I think I might have blocked that with using <laughs> uBlock Origin. Uh, that wouldn't. It would bypass that. Uh, nope. I have it blocked. You How is it blocked? <laughs> I. Uh, 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 okay. you, have, you manually added that? Wow, you're cringe. Yeah, I created an exception. You're, well, okay. I'm a man... You're, I'm no, a, no, you're cringe. Straight up. I, I am a man of a few principles. First and foremost, no anime. It's not anime, it's a VTuber. Anime. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have to interview you one day. Form, like, the, the, the TF2 v, VTuber round council. Round table. <laughs> <laughs> You say that, but there are. I'm pretty sure there's someone still has an image saved of me doing a donation to one of the VTubers. Because like literally on the like the deep like one of the streams, oh, no. someone in the RGL uh, Discord pinged me, "Nice donation, bro." <laughs> I was like, uh "Oh, they know." But at the same time, I'm like, "I know that they know," which means they just you know, they right? Know. Like they watched it as well. Wow. Up. Uh, okay. So I mean, I don't have any. It's not any secret. I I like Polka. So, <laughs> how do you feel about Pokemon? Like actual Pokemon? I mean, Pokemon. Yeah, it's an average game. 
Don't have any life-changing stories that didn't ruin your life, it didn't take the kids? No. Understandable. Uh, so what led you to work for RGL initially? Was the story behind that? People bugged EXA about having forums because they want to be OUGC forums, but for RGL. <laughs> and EXA, I think, added a couple people, but no one really wanted to set them up. So he asked me to do it because I, I've done it like a bajillion times at this point. So I said, sure. So I set up some MyBB forums, and that's what became the uh, old forums. Literally made that in a week. Like, in a week, the entire forums came from nothing to something. Right, right. Okay. That was, it was November 11th, I think, of 2018, 17, 18? I think it was, yeah, 2017, my bad. It was relatively quick, and people just wanted what the old UGC forum for. Right, right. I mean, that's literally just, that's kind of my life story. Hey, can you, you want to do this? Sure. Is that something that ends up feeling, like, pretty fulfilling to you? I mean, I, sure. I, I enjoy doing things, so it's not like I will ever be against stuff. Anything that seems interesting, I want to learn and do, and especially to the benefit of others, I'll be mostly willing to do it. Right, right. But is it something that, like, is that in specific, just like having people sort of ask you stuff, something that ends up really motivating you personally a lot of the time? It, it definitely helps because I'm a ser- terrible self motivator. Hmm. Honestly, I relate to that. That's kind of part of what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, like, for a great example, uh, I got back. Because I was away on a trip in Texas, and we got back on Thursday, and I sleep on a futon, so I basically, you know, take covers off it and I let it air out while we we're gone. I didn't actually put it back together and sleep on it till last night. That's how lazy I was. Hmm. Instead, I just slept in, you know, another random ass bed somewhere. But I mean, I've been tired and exhausted, so that's one reason. But it's like, you know, I'm not highly motivated to. to I mean, I could put together and have a really good nice rest, or I could sleep in this jank bed for a little for for tonight. It'd be fine. Yeah, I'll just sleep in the janky bed. It's fine. Just, just sleep. It's okay. Do it tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. And uh, Thursday was uh, like four days ago, so you know. When it's done, it'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> the RGL pugs policy yeah. in real life. Uh, not a great example, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when it's done, it's done. They're actually being worked on, whereas my bed, eh, maybe not so much. I see. See, RGO pugs a little bit more complicated than literally taking futon, put inside cover, and put on the ground. Oh, so it's not like X plus B equals C type of stuff. There's no Wait, pug. The, there's no pug formula. If you're talking about my forum, or talking about the forums, the my uh. bed or your or the pugs. <laughs> Uh, I'll leave it open to interpretation. What seems most natural to you? No, I'm kidding. The pugs. Is there a uh, pug formula? Perhaps they got the Krabby Patty secret formula for pugs down? I believe so. <gasps> no way. <laughs> I mean... Pug Krabby Patties. I, I'm going to be honest. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Because they're taking the time to really put a lot of effort forward right, to figure right. out the bugs and all the issues. Not to mention, if you look at the history of pugs in general... There is so much you can pull from and learn from at this point in time. Do you think there's if a, you f- 
Sorry? Fuck up. You're kind of, you fucked up. Do you think there's like a niche for plug historians? Could, could that be, could that be a future profession? No, I don't, I don't think so. It's the profession is there was TF2 center and then there was darkness <laughs> and that's the entire history. I see. What about earlier RGL pugs? Oh, you mean like the Discord pugs? Yeah. What do you got to say about those? I mean, they're fun, but like, I'll be honest, I, I'm I'm too high level for them. <laughs> like, I I can't really play them because generally speaking, they're very open and newer players who just right. didn't necessarily. I mean, I haven't played a lot recently, so things might have changed. But when I played them, it was more geared towards people who were trying to learn their roles still, and. That in the Highlander scale is like an IM level game play. So if I can jump in and play like any ass class and do good, there are slight problems to be had in skill level index. Uh, right. right. That, so I did, yeah. Sorry? No, no, I'm just You can't be off guard when it's like the transitions between like when you're not, not talking and talking. <laughs> it gets me every time, man. It's a it's a skill set. What can I say? You got a skill set. I got a skill issue. What's new? <laughs> it's, you know, one on birth, and the doctors are just like, yeah, sorry, you got a social skills issue. Get fucked. It do be like that. IRL skill issue. Uh, hey man, there are, there are worse things than social issue like social skill issues. You could have a you know issue with your health <laughs> that, that's, my that's true you know sometimes you might just not have a full buff you might look at your health it might be like oh i'm a scout on 100 hp i gotta take that pack <laughs> of course i see uh, pretty much yeah yeah pretty much pretty much this is very applicable really okay so um what led to you being a discord admin slash mod in specific what led to it um yeah well i was running the forums and transitioning to more like moderator stuff. And because I was a forum mod, I became a Discord mod. Literally, it was just handed to me, and I was like, oh, okay. And what was it like? I mean, back when, when Darzy was running it, I was just kind of assisting. If that makes sense? I, w- right. I was... My... The kind of preface, even like before any of the RGL stuff, I was doing community, like, gaming community stuff since like 2010. So I've been around the block a bunch when it comes to like community interaction and moderation and administration and all those types of things. I've written a couple like paper things for people to kind of read and get good. And that makes sense. Yeah. I've been around the block. So I viewed my role in the discord as more of a, here's my opinion and here's why. That was my role. I wouldn't, I didn't really want to do a lot of active moderation because I had other shit to worry about. Um, that was my role. Like, I helped out with some stuff, but that was my role. I didn't do any active, like, decision-making. I just gave opinions okay. on things, and people could take it as they want. That did change. Darzy re- stepped down and retired because Darzy got super burnt out, if I recall, from this community and them being shit. Just, just me being honest. I, thought, I think the community was shit, and I think that's the reason why they had to step down. And do you... Th- Sorry, what was that? Community be shit, yo. Ah, uh, yes, community be shit. Uh, do you probably think, burnout, too. But. Do you have any advice to, like, help people deal with burnout or, like, just getting down with community things? Like, 
Do you have any advice to help deal with that? Um, be a sadist. <laughs> I, I, I say that half jokingly, but only half jokingly. Because one of the issues, I mean, here's the thing with like, bur- I mean, what was the question again? Burnout? Yeah, like, do you have any advice to help people with like deal with burnout, sort of like cope with it, or like, or also just generally like people who are kind of de- saddened by community things by the state of them? Uh, well, I mean, when it comes down to it, it, it really, what really kind of matters is managing their own time properly. Like, that's kind of the biggest thing. You don't want to, like, overcommit to things. You know, that's that's the issue you want to be careful of. One of the issues for me when I eventually quit the Discord is because I was just too committed to too many things, and it was taking up too much of my time and energy, and it, that's what was leading to my burnout. So in that regard, that's the best thing you can do is properly manage your own time. And you know, basically, you just got to manage your time, you know, if you're doing like, let's say you're leading, you're playing TF2, right? You're playing comp TF2. It's probably not a good idea to lead a team as well as do like 12 other things. Because leading a team is not easy, right? You have to set up scrims with people. You have to have contacts with other teams. You got to make sure your own fucking teammates show up to the fucking scrim. You know, that's beyond like, you know, recruiting people and tryouts. That's not a small amount of work. And a lot of people try to do that by themselves, and if they don't do a really good job, that shit will wear you down because people don't show up. You have to, you know, if someone, if you're missing a team member like every week during the season, and you have to constantly scramble to try and find someone to ring and sub and all that stuff, that will wear you down. Which is why usually on teams, I try to assist with stuff. That way there are multiple team leaders. That way like one person is in charge of scrims, while the other person's actual actual team leader makes people show up, you know, that type of thing. Right, right. And like it, it can really burn you out. I mean, using that a great example because that's most people can really re- like think about. When it comes to like more community stuff, the burnout really comes from the community itself, from my perspective. Like if you whenever if you're a moderator, right? For like the right. Discord especially. It's very much a you're interacting with the community. Your job as a moderator is you're interacting with the community. Yes, you're moderating. You're, you're removing bad shit and telling them no and that type of thing. But most of it's just interacting with the community. You know, having talks, conversations, hanging out, that type of thing. That's always kind of been the main point and forefront of things. And moderation is just kind of helping to support what the community needs and what's best for it. Have- you can be really drained if you're doing too much of the moderation part of it. And being bogged down by people being overly critical of what you're do- doing, right? And do you think it was something that, like people treated you fairly over, like, or do you think like I've heard a lot of like I know there's like a huge stigma around like Discord moderating. Is that something that you ended up like experiencing for yourself though, or were people mostly like respectful Maybe. of you? I mean, people are mostly respectful of me. There are a few people that I think don't like me, but there are people I banned or like had to like, I guess the correct term for the Discord is mute or restrict. You have to restrict because they did something stupid. But like, 
I don't really care about those people because if you did something that I had to restrict you for, it's a good chance there is a good reason for it. And if you don't like it, then maybe you shouldn't know in the first place. Right. So it's like a cause effect sort of thing a lot of the time. Like it's just like there always is a reasoning, but then sometimes it's just like people aren't willing to accept that. I mean, that's what I mean by when I made that sadism mark earlier. You have to take some pleasure in punishing the punishing people. You kind of have to because that's kind of the only reprieve you get otherwise. So it's just like a it's a kind of unfulfilling, unsustainable thing for a lot of people. I mean, like if 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 you let's say little Bobby comes in typing all caps in like general chat and complaining that, you know, we haven't banned the market gardener and you didn't come in like, okay, dude, just, just relax. You know, I, yeah, it's, you know, they haven't banned yet. You know, they fill out the, the survey at the end and he stops stopping. You ask him to stop. He doesn't. You restrict him. Then he makes the ticket complaining and being, you know, angry. He doesn't like you anymore. Straight up. He's just going to be pissed at you because you restricted his free speech or whatever. And it's that fucking book with the numbers, 1972 or whatever. I don't care. Uh, but, 1984. Like, yeah, that. But you got to get... The fact is, that's going to happen. That's going to happen a lot over a course of time. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. There are going to be idiots being idiots. And they're not going to be happy because you're stopping them from being idiots. Regardless of whether or not they acknowledge the rules... Whether or not the rules are inconsistent with that specific rule set, or specifically targets it. Um, so, did people like stop treating you as much of a person and just like as a Discord moderator or something, like as a as just the person who was kind of restricting them? Like, did it change how they interacted with you in that? Sense? I mean, those people don't like me. I mean, I think I think the term they use is, I think there have been multiple interact instances where people were c- complaining about something I did. Or were unhappy with something, and they're saying I, I was corrupt or something. I forget. So I basically, the default answer is if you do not like what I'm doing, or we feel like I'm doing something inappropriate, please report me through the report form. Hmm. And do you think? Maybe, and they don't do shit because they can't do shit. Because what are they going to report me for? Do you think maybe that would make come off as like inapproachable per se to them because it's just like it it doesn't necessarily directly confirm or cover their things with you? Like, is it just the sort of thing where you think it could well, be I beneficial mean, to talk to them about the concerns just person to person? I mean, you gotta keep in mind, the com- the context of this is someone that I had to literally restrict or punish for actions they did. Mm, right, In right. which case, they were unhappy with. Like, there was, I, I provided a consequence towards their actions that they were not happy about. Right. And so it's just like, as long as other people are being reasonable, you're going to be reasonable. But if they're just intentionally trying to cause trouble, it's like no point in kind of letting that get to you. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's you got to take things with a grain of salt when it comes to stuff. When, I mean, you're being, you're being very general. I'm being more specific in my response. Right. But I can't the people in general in discord at the time. I, I was pretty just casual about it. Like I'm not going to take when it comes to like actual moderation, like actually moderating, you can't actually do anything until the intent becomes clear because what actually matters in terms of rules and actions is the intent. Right, right. Right. So like someone comes into the general chat and says something in all caps, you're not going to instantly restrict them because they're spamming in all caps. For all you know, it was an accident because of the cap keys on. 
right? Is the plausible deniability that puts you at risk. You can't do that kind of shit, right? Right. Same thing with the forums. Even when I was overly oppressive with the moderation, there was some kind of intent of something that I removed it for, or there, you know, or lie or spam or whatever. And right? what do you say? That's something that sort of like affected you mentally as a person, just trying to always have to evaluate people in that way and be like, is this person acting with good intent? Is this person kind of acting with malice? Like, did that sort of define your view of the community in a sense? I wouldn't say so because for me, that's a moderation style. Okay. Like, this is something I learned when I first started doing community stuff, is you don't just, like, for back history on just my administration style, I started as a moderator on a Minecraft server back in 2010 run by Fusion RP. Uh, they're been they're shut down a long time, but that's what, that, that's what basically that's where I learned and from there. We went from a mod to a super mod and then admin, and basically when they kind of rehashed the server again, I was one of the like two like actual like not owner admins for that group, and I learned how to moderate and do stuff through them. And a lot of the important things I learned from them was, you know, the rules. If you look at great example of rules, look at the forum rules for a second, right? They're pretty. Oh, you yeah, know, spam the same. Blah blah. This includes not limited to. Look at the Discord rules, right? What do they say? Very similar things. Very similar language. Go to engine.tf, go up to the top to, this, to the rules. Know this, know that, such as, know to. The way the phrasing of those rules are, are directly pulled from Fusion RP because I had a heavy hand in developing all these rule sets. Right. Um, right. Okay. And a lot of these rules, if you listen and read them, they're not very restrictive. Right. It's meant to be encompassing for a reason. Right, like, it's the sort of thing where it's like you don't want to have punish people, but then if you do, it's like you want to make sure it's like kind, like not that partial, right? That it's consistent. Yeah, that's that's important. Well, no, yes and no. What when you moderate, you want the rules to be your. If you make a decision to do something as a moderator, the rules themselves need to be your justification and what you need to fall back on. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you do something, the person you're doing it to will judge you for that action. They're going to say, if you, let's say if I banned you for posting a picture of a cat. <gasps> How could you? You are banned from the forums right now because you posted a picture of the cat. I'm going to post you a picture of the cat. You will be upset and you will argue with me whether or not that breaks the rules. I, I'm doing it right now. I'm, I'm ready for my ban. I'm ready for the argument, Mother Mischief. I mean, yeah, but you get the point, right? Yeah, That's yeah. going to happen to every moderator. No matter what action, you got to be ready for that type of thing. So when that happens, you need to be able to be, okay, look, these are the rules say. Rules say no cat pictures. As soon as you do that, they do not have an argument to stand on. And they're no longer arguing with you. They're arguing with the rules set themselves. You need to remove yourself and your personal opinion from these equations and have the fallback of the rules as your justification for actions. That's when people fuck up. If I ban your cat picture and you look at the forums rules, what's what can I fall back on? Oh, it's spam. Your argument at that point is whether or not it's spam or not. I have like what am I gonna my justification is oh I think it's spam because of XYZ, but it's not a fallback of whatever, right? It has to be more concrete than that. Right. Okay. You know? 
And from there, that's what I also mean by the intent. If someone's intent, like if you post that cat picture with the obvious intent to spam, it needs to be an obvious intent or a known intent from history and previous spam, blah, blah, blah. That'll help me fall back on. So if I say like, dude, I had to remove your cat picture, like, what's well, not spam? I'm like, it is spam. You've posted five cat pictures in the past three hours. It's much easier to justify, right? Right, right. That's just how I learned how to moderate. And I took that from Fusion RP and I eventually moved on to uh, anime Gmod server, like cinema server. And from there, when I jumped into that, I basically taught people from day one how to moderate based off that moderation style. So it's like a mentorship of sorts, but on like community matters. Yeah. That's because, pretty cool. I mean, it's it's important. But one Can you thing mentor me? I will... I mean, it, I could. It's, it's not right. totally difficult. What, sorry, what I see matters, you're saying. Yeah, it, what, what matters is the perspective of it. Because mm. you got to look at yourself as a herald. I mean, it really depends on what level you're at. But one thing I always kind of tell people, you know, when you're a mod or you're a staff member of RGL, you're representing the community. You're representing RGL. As soon as you have that thing that says RGL XYZ, you're now part of RGL. Anything you do is reflective of that. That's why Steph got kicked real quick. And everyone was fucking pissed at her. Or him, or I don't know. Her, I believe, yeah. Her, yeah, I think it's her. Because they were doing stuff that people didn't like, and because they're an RGL, it's reflective of. And a lot of the consequences of that still reverberate today with the HL staff not being very vocal and willing to interact with the community because of previous issues from people over-communicating and over-interacting negatively. Right. Right. And that's and that's just something people gotta remember. Don't do dumb shit when you're on staff because it's reflective of your role and your position. Right. Uh do you think maybe that's something the community could do better on as well? They're just like thinking about when people like when moderators make that decision so that they have to act in the best interests of the league and that they can't just treat them like a friend always. Like do you think just understanding that perspective could kind of help guide the community when it comes to how they interact on these methods? Well, I mean, here, here's here's where the issue in my moderation style breaks down in that regard. Oh? I learned this moderation style from a gaming community. I took it and applied it to another gaming community. I came in and tried to apply it to RGL and kind of how I interact with that. It didn't work as well. Why do you think that the re- is? Be- and the biggest reason, as we talked about earlier, is the community is kind of fragmented in these different sets and groups. Right. The reason why that type of moderation style works well with a com- gaming community is because as a community, they're united. And anything that kind of with an intent to do these things stands out and goes against the grain much more easily. So it's much more easier to use these very encompassing rules to remove them from the pack. That makes sense. It does, and then it's just like with RGL, it's a lot harder to kind of under like to have that nuance. Kind of like it's like you don't know where what the next thread is going to be in from where, in a sense. It's it's less that, and even and, and more so even when there's explicit rules that are broken. Not not like my rules. My rules are very general and encompassing, right? RGL rules, like the ones that we have on the dock, are very explicit and specific. When even when those rules get broken, a lot of the times, you know, RGL 
doesn't do as banned things as heavily as I think they should for certain infractions. It's just my personal opinion. I think people should be banned more for certain things. Do you have any you examples uh, if it's not like something too touchy of a subject? Um, shoots. I don't know. That's fair. We don't have to kind of elaborate on that. I mean, I, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that really matters. I mean, okay. the, the issue in my mind is just people will be banned and come back and act like nothing's changed. The consequences aren't a consequence. And that makes sense. Oh, it's yeah. the cost of Definitely. doing business. Definitely. Because it's like, here's the thing, right? Like, here's my two cents. Because it's so fragmented, right? There's still like a lot of groups that'll still like accept them, and if they don't have enough time as a punishment to just sort of develop on their own, it, nothing really happens because there's no real incentive to, right? Like if they'll just get accepted anyways, and they can come back pretty soon, right? Like, would you kind of yeah. agree with that? I, I would agree with that. Like when it comes to gaming communities, if you get banned, you're literally banned from the community. That's just literally how it worked. And if there were there satellite groups that's still interacted with, but because there was not as many as literally RGL, how, how, not RGL, but how the TF2 kind of community is, it's very easy to be aware of those groups, who are in those groups, and monitor them from a moderator perspective. So you knew who was part of what groups, so it's very easy to keep an eye on them and be able to slap them down when it happened. I can't do that as easily, whether or not because, I'm, because our, the TF2 community is just too fragmented and wide to be able to do that. Right. You know, head admins can do that. You know, they're vividly aware of those groups. I'm going to be frank. If you're an asshat, the head admins probably know. Like, everyone's bad at XYZ not getting banned. Oh, believe me, the head admins probably know. However, it's, you know, they need evidence and all that because they're trying to act on without impropriety or impropriety or whatever the proper word is. Right. Because it's like. Right. It's so easy just to divide, like to divide an already divided community further, right? And it's like you don't want to do inte- like long term damage to it, yeah. Well, I mean, just it's harder for me from a moderator, even like a slight administrative perspective, to see these groups because there's just everyone's in a group. You mm, know? Right. For example, it's either it's easier to pull up, to pick out the tree in the field than the tree in the forest. Right. There's a few trees on the field. There's a few fragmented groups following the major committee, and some of them are bad, and some of them are good. Right. Like in Forest, fucking, you can't see shit. Right. And it's like you have the secret engineer, Highlander, admin, Shadow Council, for instance, you know? Maybe that's a good group. Maybe that's a bad group. You got the Pyro Cartel. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can only get that information by directly interacting with them. Right. And it's hard to always do that as like an authority figure, right? Well, it's, it's hard to do that unless you're interacting with them, just straight up. That's true. Like, great example is the Discord guys are more aware of the issues with the, with the bad groups that interact with the Discord. Like, there are a couple, like, people that come in and skirt the line, shall we say, on a regular. You know, the forums have that too, although not as much because we're not as active. Right. But the thing is, these groups don't necessarily interact with each other or even the same groups or even care about one or the other as far as forums versus Discord go. Which means you have already on its own multiple groups doing different things to different platforms within the thing. That makes sense. So yeah. 
And that's like, so that's just form and discord. Then you have the groups that are doing other things. You know, like, you know, let's just say you have a group of guys that raid scrims, right? They go in and start with all cheating, like spin bots and stuff, basically ruin scrims for people. Casting deed all sync. Casting deed, a great example. Those old groups are not necessarily related to each other, but are definitely doing different things. Right. Like, I don't have to worry about the group. I never interact with them because what are you going to do? DDoS the forums? Like, what does that accomplish? Not much. Right. Right. Compared to like DDoSing a match, oh, there's a great way you can do it. You know, that's the issue. There's just too much fragmentation and too much just that and blah, blah, blah. Gaming community would be like, yeah, it'd be the same group doing the same shit. It's very obvious who is doing stuff. Right. For me, I, I don't pay attention as much and I'm more focused on my particular area. And I don't have to worry about those things, therefore I don't see them. So, is that style like not really working out? Part of the reason why you kind of like step down from it? From the Discord, you mean? Yeah, from just like Discord moderation, for instance. I mean, it didn't help. But what wound up happening is I was running through burnout because, I mean, originally I was not really a mod; I was just kind of helping out. Darcy stepped down, and no one really could step up. So I kind of offered to kind of help lead things. However, I didn't actually fo- accept the role and responsibilities of Discord admin or head admin. I was more just one of the mods that had authority through my own actions. That made sense. Right. I spoke with authority. People gave me authority. I had authority. But, you know, it's one of those, I wasn't really looking to change things. And one of the, and, and this is more talking about the Zimic incident, there is the issue with people posting single Email-only messages in the discussion channel. Email-only messages were banned. Straight up. Like, that was a thing at the time. They were banned. You weren't supposed to post them. It was very easy for me to delete them. And if you did it with obvious intent while I'm right there watching it, I will warn you for doing it. Congratulations. You got warned for posting email-only message. Certain people were upset with that fact and thought that email-only messages should be allowed. And me being aware of the reasoning behind why these things existed basically got into a huge argument debate with multiple people, including some other RGL staff members, about why it should be allowed or not. And I, my only point in perspective on it was, you know, I think it's we sh- I think RGL or email only messages should be should be allowed and okay. However, they were banned because they were used for racist comments in order to skirt by the rules of being racist in the Discord. If there's a way we can allow them email-only messages while preventing people from being asshats, then I'll do it. However, the only main responses I got was, you need to, as a moderator, use discretion to figure these things out without banning the messages. Which, I mean, it's a fair thing to do. However, the whole reason they had to do it is because of they couldn't do that. Right. Remember I said about the intent? Right. People kept jumping. As soon as basically what they did is they would ban individual emotes and they would just jump to a new one. It would just fuel itself. You know, they had the monkey emote. They had the wheelchair emote. And they had, you know, things like that where on their own isn't like bad or offensive. But in the way they were using it was. And the problem with emotes is it's very hard to just to determine intent without context. And if you're doing single emote only messages, just kind of a spam chain, you lose the intent very quickly other than to spam. 
And I didn't really want to have to deal with figuring out the intent behind people posting racist emotes. Right. Especially if you're just like get, taking, getting like having all the blame pinned on you for everything, no matter which way it ends up turning out, right? Like either you under moderate it and people get upset or you over moderate and people also get upset. Well, I mean, people aren't going to get upset from under moderating it. It's more maintaining a certain level of shit will go, will break down quickly. Let's just say that it's it's a leak on the dam. You know, you let it, if, assuming we don't know the intent, so you let it go, it can grow really quickly to other things. That can be good as a honey trap, but can be bad in a general community sense. A great example of that was I was in a previous gaming community and we had a couple of staff members that would literally just spam emote only messages in our main general chat as a way to talk to each other. Like literally they would post like emotes as only messages and use that like like they're talking to each other. Like 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 literally like you know on the phone you like do the winky face eggplant water sweat mark or something. Oh no. And use, it, it wasn't like that kind of thing, but basically it was that. You were there communicating in only emotes. And it would just fill this thing. And I had to yell at them, like, guys, you're staff members and you're spamming and you're doing email only messages. No one else can literally join in and talk in our fucking general chat. Stop it. And they never did. And it broke down to the point where no one talked in general anymore. And having people just like sort of communicate about all these things is, I'd say, pretty important for any community. Yeah. Especially if your only means of communication is like, online though right it is it is it is difficult yeah but but going back to the story though what eventually happened was you know i we i like with most things i come to a consensus with the other moderators about what they wanted to do and the consensus was okay we'll try doing no we'll try allowing emote only messages to see how it works out how did it go look luckily it seemed to work out okay so i guess all the racist people are gone yay We've, we've defeated racism. <laughs> well, I think the actual issue was the email-only messages were a product of people being angry and trying to punish the mods, if that makes sense. In other words, there was a transition at the time from the HL Discord to the RGL Discord. And the moderation styles were very different, which led to a conflict. And in the conflict, people were acting out by posting the email-only messages which, quite frankly, is, you know, troll one, trolling 101 as far as learning how to not, you know, feed the trolls. Like, literally, don't feed the trolls. Like, that's, I mean, literally what they did was they were trying to skirt the rules by posting things that they could, okay, let me start over. If you want to be a troll, a good troll, here's what you do. You look at the rules and do things that skirt the rules, that aren't quite against the rules, but are annoying enough to kind of be like that, but enough where you can argue that it isn't. That's how you be a good troll. That's what they did. They were not happy with what how they're being moderated or treated within the Discord. Therefore, they acted out by screwing the rules and trying to do things that weren't against the rules explicitly and were in that gray area they, they can easily argue that it wasn't. I see. And did it feel like dehumanizing like, all the people interacting with you that way to be having them take that out on you when all you're trying to do is just best represent the league? I mean, keep in mind that that whole thing I meant with the, the HL Discord merging, that was when I was still a spectator. To that. I see. I was literally not moderating, and I remember Darcy not being happy about all that and them trying to figure out how to deal with it. And I just kind of did not help at the time because I was like, why do I have the mod role again? 
Um, mm. When it came to like later on, when I actually had a, you know, we had that conversation. I mean, it wasn't dehumanizing for me. If anything, it's just it was it burnt me out when people started. I think our some other staff members were trying to argue against my stance mm. in the general chat in front of everyone, which that was a bit, if anything, right? Because that shows lack of a coherent stance on things as staff, which is an issue. Right. But I mean, not really. I mean, it's in the day it's, it's email only messages. Who gives a fuck? Now I was just like trying to get an idea of like the significance of it all sort of like the effect of men, like of burn, like how it sort of affects burnout and potentially the mental health of the people who actually have to deal with the consequences of it. I mean, it's it's not fun to have to explain it six times that, hey, I would like to allow email-only messages. However, 